Hey friends, I'm Andy Jenkins with Crosswinds Foundation for Faith and Culture. Every week here on the Warrior Hope Podcast, we attempt to do this. This is part of our mission right here is we connect veterans to their next mission because we really believe that you have one. The most common obstacles that we see though from living that mission are isolation. So many people try to do it alone or there's unresolved hurt, there's unresolved, unprocessed pain from the past. Uh, We really believe that it's important for you to identify that mission though, because number one, you have an incredible purpose. And two, there are people who are depending upon you. Here are the people who are depending upon you. Number one, your family. Do it, go all in with your family. Number two, you've got friends. And number three, this one may be as important as the others, the fellow service members, the people who, when you were in the service, when you were deployed, they are the people that had your six, you had their six. And I still think that they need you in order to connect to their next mission, and you also need them as well. Now, today I've got a great guest. This gentleman's actually a friend. He is a United States Marine Corps veteran. Uh, as you know, they say once a Marine, always a Marine. His name is Chris Turner. Chris lives in the Nashville area. He is also a musician and has been doing for the last couple years a event known as the Freedom Tour. Now, the purpose of the Freedom Tour is to connect with local veterans of foreign wars, outposts, local VFWs where veterans already gather. We take the concert to them. They host it after we've already trained leaders to lead through the Warrior Hope curriculum. I've got that right here. We'll show you exactly what that looks like. A link to that in the show notes below. You've already seen a video related to that back in episode number one. And when Chris is in the concert, he just shares with them, hey, I'm out here playing music. I not only believe in veterans, I am a veteran, and I not only believe that I want to help you walk away from the hurts and habits of the past and find healing, but also walk into your next mission, I'm doing that. And part of my mission is to help launch these Centers of Hope using the Warrior Hope curriculum. And then he just says, hey, there's a leader here that you guys already know. They've already started a group or they're about to launch a group. And right then they make that relational connection. No pressure, just letting people know that it's there. Here it is. I think you're going to enjoy this conversation with my friend, Chris Turner. Here, Chris, I've got a matching shirt to your shirt. Okay, so I'm I'm looking at the screen and it's kind of got me off right there. I know some people are listening. They're not watching, but for those of you who are watching, I've got on a Freedom Tour shirt. You got on the Freedom Tour shirt. I'm going to say mine's a little bit nicer than yours because... Bob gave me the golf shirt. I've got a t-shirt, but yeah, I mean, this one. All right. So let's, let's talk about the freedom tour. That's a great place to start. You, you are a veteran. We've talked about your story before. We can circle back to that in a little bit, but I want to talk about really what you're doing with this freedom tour, because the freedom tour has really been set up as a way to go inspire veterans with hope and then connect with them relationally. You just kind of take it from there because you're, you're the headliner. You're the one yeah. that is on stage there. So. Yeah, man, it's been really a blessing and an honor to be a part of it, to, to actually leave something tangible behind for our veterans and our warriors. Uh, you know, Bob and I talked about this a couple of years ago and, you know, we were supposed to launch it in 2020, but we all know what happened with 2020 and COVID. So it kind of got pushed back, which was, 
it was it was a blessing that it did because it it forced us to like rethink what we were doing and how we were going to approach the veteran community and how to roll it out. So right. the the great thing the great thing about it is is that uh you know we've got the hope curriculum which is the warrior hope curriculum that talks about healing opportunity peace and empowerment. There yep. you go. That's right. That's it. And uh you know, initially what we started doing was just going to VFWs and playing shows left and right. But then, you know, as we started it, Bob and I had talked about it and said, hey, you know what? As we're going to these VFWs, we have to get the curriculum involved as well. So what we started doing is, is Bob would travel ahead of where we were planning to play at or perform at. He would teach the leaders in the community. And by the time we got there, the Freedom Tour essentially became uh, the icing on the cake saying, thank you for participating and thank you for being brave enough to get help and look at this and become leaders in the veteran community. And throughout the uh, state of Tennessee last year, because that's where we launched it, uh, because still there was COVID protocols all over the country, but with the Tennessee rules and what we had, we found it to where we were fortunate enough to start it last year in the state of Tennessee. And we trained over 75 leaders, and I think we had over five or six centers, I hope, that came into fruition last year because of the HOPE curriculum, Warriors on Mission, uh, uh, the Crosswinds Foundation, and the Freedom Tour. So uh, we hit 10 to 12 different VFW and American Legions, and one actually was in Jonesboro, Georgia. And everybody was really receptive to it, and they, they, they really appreciated what we were doing. And I still, to this day, I get comments in my messenger app or wherever, you know, whether it's a text from people that I exchange numbers with saying, Hey, you know what? We truly appreciate you and your mission and what Crosswinds and Warriors on Mission is doing. Had a lady come up to me. We did a a church event for Warriors on Mission over uh, in Northridge Church on Veterans Day. And I was talking to a lady about the mission and told her where to go to get information. And she came up to me just this past Sunday and said, Thank you so much. I introduced uh, my son to it and now he's getting help and he's actually getting ready to join the church because he had no idea because he watched the documentaries that Crosswinds has done with Warriors on Mission over the past. He watched Invisible Scars and Honoring the Code and the new Warrior Family documentary that they're in the process of filming right now is going to be amazing because there's so many families that are out there that suffer from PTSD because of their loved one coming back and they just don't know how to deal with it. Right. So, It's it's and there's only a short little ad lib in the veterans handbook about families and how to deal with it. So my hat's off to you guys for putting this curriculum together and actually bringing attention to the families. Well, I appreciate that. So let's put all the pieces together because you just said a lot right there so that people that are listening that aren't a veteran that don't have any idea what the VFW is. That is the veterans of foreign wars. It's uh, really like a a club, an outpost, a, I hate to call it a social gathering place because it's so much more than that, but it is a connecting hub center for veterans who have served in four wars overseas. And really how all of this fits together is years ago, Crosswind, some of you guys know the story, produced a documentary on PTSD. Uh, That video, that documentary, about 50, 55 minutes long, so feature full length, was known as Invisible Scars. Now, at the time, we really didn't know what PTSD was. Uh, We'd kind of heard about it. It was starting to be used in popular culture, kind of as a phrase, but it was through the process of creating that film and interviewing veterans, interviewing their families, talking with professional caregivers as well, talking with family members, 
in addition to that, that we really began to understand what PTSD was, how it affects veterans. And that was really kind of a groundbreaking film. That was one of the front leading films that was out there before the terms were used in popular culture. But during the film, we also came across this other issue that looked like PTSD, that it somehow uh, smelled like PTSD, for lack of a better term, but it wasn't PTSD. It was the topic of moral injury. Moral injury really is guilt and shame, survivor's guilt, all of those kind of things lumped together. And I think as many people, maybe even more, deal with that as they do PTSD. They're, they're similar, but they're very different, and you have to address the correct one. And so as we begin uh, having those conversations, again, interviewing more veterans, more family members, more professional caregivers, more service providers. As we continue doing that, uh, that really led to the need to create this curriculum, the Warrior Hope curriculum. There's a leader guide. I'm going to put all the links to all of this down in the show notes where you can just take a deeper dive on any of this, including launching off into those uh, documentaries. You can stream them completely free from the Crosswinds website. As we started doing that curriculum, we started launching these groups. You know, the, the films led to conversations. The conversations led to, hey, what do we do now? That led to let's create the curriculum, let's launch these groups. And I think the idea that you guys had of how do you let people know about the groups and about the material that don't know about the material? And how do you have that? Let's just be honest. It's kind of an awkward conversation initially about PTSD or about moral injury because, I mean, in your experiences, it been odd that somehow we'll talk about physical wounds, but not necessarily emotional or mental scars. Does that kind of ring a bell, ring true there? Yeah, absolutely, man. And, you know, to kind of segue off of what you were talking about, you know, I'm not only out there promoting a freedom tour, but I have actually been through the leadership training with yourself and Bob. And the, the, the material is flawless. And it's so great because as you dive into it, you don't realize that you don't only have to be a veteran such as myself, but you can, it, it could come from being in, uh, in an earthquake or it could come from being a, a police officer or a firefighter. It addresses it as a whole and the pandemic of what we've got going on in the nation right now. And yes, you're exactly right. I mean, the, the emotional side of it, there's so many people who bury down those emotions and they just sit there and they sit on them. And I've been guilty of it too. And you just don't really want to talk to anybody. And then you're too prideful to go to the VA for help. And that's the great thing that I love about the Centers of Hope and the VFWs and the American Legions and what we're doing because it's veterans helping veterans. So that right. veteran who was too prideful to go to the VA would, would rather reach out to his leader in his VFW to where they've been hanging at for years to get, to get the treatment that he needs, knowing that he's a leader and he's been through this leadership training. And I think that's how we address it first. We've got to, we got to break it from the inside out because if we don't, if we don't teach it from the inside out and we just put it out there and make TV commercials about it and nobody shows up for it, then, you know, people, people are prideful. And not only that, there's a lot of demons that people are scared to share. And, but to get those demons off of you, it just completely changes your world, your mentality, your health and your wellness and how you approach everyday life. Well, I think some you know, you kind of said it well there. If you're going to a VA, you're going, you know, that's a, it's a hospital, you know, so you're going to a medical provider for, uh, you, you know, you can go there for physical attention, uh, whether it's a physical wound, something that's an out, outside scar, 
broken bone, uh, what, whatever it is, uh, carrying something in your body from war, uh, from deployment. So often people are a little bit hesitant about those invisible scars, or we don't even know they're there. Uh, you, you don't know the weight that deployment might've put upon you because as you said, and we, we addressed that in the curriculum. In fact, I, I remember telling that to veterans one day, uh, I said, hey, not, not to be disrespectful at all. And, and surprisingly, no, nobody took it as disrespectful. I, I just said, I, but you guys, because I'm not a veteran, I said, you guys don't have a corner on the PTSD market. And one of the guys, you know, he just kind of looked at me and he started laughing. He goes, you know, you're exactly right. I said, according to the definition that's in the book, you can get it from, from an earthquake. You can get it from a car accident. You can get it from uh, being assaulted. You can get it from experiencing any of that or witnessing any of that. So you talk about first responders that see this stuff all of the time, you know, and having some degree of PTSD or moral injury, again, either one of them can, can occur in all of that. So you guys don't have a corner on it. It means anybody else can, but it also means this, certainly deployment, being separated from your family, certainly going outside the wire, any of that, even being safe on the base and hearing and experiencing everything can cause all of this. But the reality is your time in deployment was a very small time window compared to the rest of your life. And so you most likely took some trauma with you, may have been small, just kind of layers of stuff, you know what I mean? Because you don't get to 18, 19, 21 years old without having some degree of hurt in your life. And then you go to deployment, that's going to add some, and then you come back and you're dealing with all of the post-deployment things where people really can't understand you bury some things, you carry that for a while. So, you know, when you start unpacking it, man, there's so much more there. And again, if it's a broken bone or something like that, people will readily go to a VA, take care of it. Yeah, there's one part in the curriculum, man, that I, I won't forget. And I don't know if I'm saying, saying it verbatim or not, but there's a section in there that says, there's a reason for a rearview mirror and a windshield. The rearview mirror is so small because you need to leave the past in the past. But right. if you can't keep your eyes off the rear view, how can you see your future through the windshield? And I don't know if that's verbatim or not, but that's one thing I took from that course. And I was like, man, that is so true. Me as a songwriter and a performer, I never in a million years would have thought of a line like that just to put into a song because it was so eloquently and so, so well put in that for, for, for the subject matter. I was freaking mind blown. I was like, oh my God, that is so true. Guilty of living in, in the rear view more times than none. So to, to hear that, it, it helped me with what I've got going on in my life. Well, well, I'll tell you this, like you said, you probably wouldn't have said it that eloquently. You did say it that eloquently because that concept <laughs> is in the curriculum, but that is not how it's, it's written in the curriculum. And that's the beauty of it though. Like you latched on and you took exactly what you need. So we do have that concept that's in there. And I think what you guys are doing with the Freedom Tour is instead of, you know, waiting for people who are looking in the rearview mirror, living in the rearview mirror, you know, if they're living in the rearview mirror, they're probably not going to see all this help that's out in front of them. And so, you know, you're, you're actually using the Freedom Tour to take that message directly to where people are who are in that moment, you know, in different degrees, living in the rearview mirror and, you know, living out of that hurt, often unbeknownst to themselves, often it's a blind spot 
You know, it's in the rearview mirror. You can't check it over, but you can't see everything behind you in the rearview mirror when you're driving. You can't do that in life any more than that. And so that's really the beauty of the Freedom Tour is you guys take that there to the people. Okay, so let's describe. We've talked about the Freedom Tour, but we haven't really actually described what happens when you do a Freedom Tour. So tell me what a Freedom Tour actually looks like you know we have you know the freedom tour website and you have all the calendar dates and all of that we know it's like a concert ish type thing what does it look like yeah generally generally we do it on a friday or a saturday and, okay and it really depends on the uh, availability of the uh, venue which would be a vfw or american legion yeah and you know we're in we're in uh, uh conversations now about maybe not necessarily taking it out of vfws entirely but yeah. trying to find a way to, to make a bigger impact to where we can get four and five different locations involved and maybe finding a central focal point for people to come in. So it generally, it gen- we generally start about six or seven o'clock and we'll play for about three hours. And then, you know, me and the guys will, will, will go up there and I've been very blessed with some of the best musicians in Nashville and we'll play a set and then we'll take a break. And if Bob's there, somebody's there, they will come on stage during an intermission type uh, role and talk about the freedom tour and what we're doing and why we're there and pull people up that have been leaders and introduce those leaders to the veteran community of the veterans who had no idea what we were doing. They will then say, Oh man, you know, Joe Bob up there, he's a, he's a leader now. I need to talk to him because I can't talk to somebody else. So we'll introduce those leaders at that particular post uh, during that intermission break. And then I've got one segment of an acoustic, probably about three or four songs that I play that are near and dear to my heart. And I I let the band take a break to where I can intimately connect with the audience and talk about my story and talk about the freedom tour as well. And then after that, we close it out and we're generally done about 10 or 10 30, depending on if we've got an opener, if we don't have an opener, we'll play from six till nine or seven till 10. That way we're able to get everything intact. And we've got, Freedom Tour shirts at the shows where you can buy merchandise. If you want to get involved in the curriculum, we've got a sign-up table. And it's just more or less going out and spreading the word to where it makes it easier on the leaders at the post to be able to start that center of hope that we so we all, in a perfect world, we would like every VFW in the, in the United States to become a center of hope for PTSD and moral injury. But you know what? Rome wasn't built in a day and you got to crawl before you can walk. So we, we made a huge influx in the state of Tennessee this year, had a lot of the uh, state leadership involved and a, a lot of the, uh, the, the post commanders were involved in making this happen. So, you know, everything, it, take, it takes a village, man. You can't do it solo. And me personally, I am honored and uh, blessed to be a part of Crosswinds Foundation and Warriors on Mission with yourself and Bob Waldrop and the whole Crosswinds staff and the board, man, because this is something that's been part of my my platform since I started in Nashville to where I wanted to use my service and, and myself as a veteran as, as a, uh, as a vehicle and a tool to leave something tangible behind rather than just go say, Hey, I'm a veteran. Let's play some songs. I just wanted to be able to give something back. So for me, it's like, I feel honored to where I can just leave something tangible behind to where veterans can actually get help for what's going on in their life. Well, yeah, I mean, I think if you go there and have a show and have a good time, that's great. People can experience right. that. Yeah. But it's even better if somehow, you know, you have the show, you have the great time. 
uh, it, it seems like, you know, the way the Freedom Tour works is you guys have the show. It's at the VFW. Everybody knows who you are. You know, hey, I'm I'm actually a veteran. So this isn't just somebody coming in and say, hey, you know, veterans, you know, we you know, we feel sorry for you or thank you for your service. We want to help. But, and again, I'm not being flippant with that. It's just, you know, so often oh, yeah. from the outside coming in, it's a little bit different because, you know, you actually will come on in another episode and we'll talk about your story and some of what you would communicate through some of those songs that you write. You're actually coming in there having a show. Hey guys, have a great time. Oh, Hey, by the way, while we're here, let me tell you the predominant reason that we do this is because we believe in you. We're grateful for you. There's hope for some of the stuff that you're dealing with that honestly, I know you're dealing with it because I've dealt with it. You know, you're dealing with it. Your closest friends know you're dealing with it, but man, let's just all get it out there. There's no shame in it. Nobody, nobody's going to think less of you because of it. Freedom's found out in the light. The same guys that had your six back then will have your six. Now they'll continue walking forward with you. Let's play some more music. Oh, and by the way, these guys that you know are leading one of these where you can get help right here. And here's the stuff. Like we're all normal guys, right? And we're you know, tough guys, but that doesn't make us less hurt because we're tough. It doesn't make us less tough because we're hurt. All of that really comes together. And hey, let's just move forward on this at the same time, pushing each other forward. Is that That's kind of it, isn't it? Oh yeah, that's exactly it. I mean, it's, it's about, you know, making that personal connection, whether it's me being a veteran or introducing the leadership and it's, it's, it's about making them comfortable because again, you know, you walk into it and, and I'm not going to lie, man, me as a younger veteran, I'm, I'm hoping it brings some kind of sex appeal back to the VFWs and the American Legion, because if you walk into VFW, there's a stigma to where it's all World War II vets or Vietnam War vets. And the younger veterans don't generally sign up or hang out there, but they have a place to go find the camaraderie that they so, so miss from being in the service or the brotherhood. But, you know, if you go in there and you've got Vietnam vets, nothing wrong with that. I appreciate all of them and World War II vets. I love all of them. But there has to be a way to where they feel comfortable going in and start their own uh their own clique, if you will, and intermingle with the World War II and the Vietnam War vets. Because if not, man, I'm scared to death. If we don't do something, the VFW is going to be gone in the next 20 years. Because, I mean, the, the, the generations have to roll. And right. everybody has to be involved for them to survive because they got lights and bills they got to pay, too. And that's where those membership dues come in. And, right. you know, I'm a veteran of 12. Uh, my, my VFW is uh, 12206 here in Murfreesboro. So, uh, you know, just to get people involved and be a part of it, I mean, that's the biggest thing because, you know, I understand whenever you get deployed that you, whenever you come back, you just want to hold up. Or even if you served in peacetime, there's stuff that went on, you know, that 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 torments you. And like you said, everything rolls downhill. So as that as those demons come up to aggravate you and torment you, you start pulling stuff from the past. And it's like, well why am I worthy? This, 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 and this happened. And then I go here and nothing can ever get better. So right. I'm just going to com compartmentalize all that and, and deal with it as I need to, because I can't talk to anybody. So that that's the biggest thing. Yes. Is to get everybody to loosen up, relax and say, Hey, you know what? These guys are vets. These guys are vets. Let's come together and try to help each other. 
Gotcha. That makes sense. Well, man, I appreciate the work that you're doing. Uh, it, it's it's top notch. It's you know been an incredible run uh, just for the past year that we've we've been doing that. Uh, it's really added a lot of depth and clarity, uh, you know, to really how to implement uh, the Warrior Hope curriculum. Again, this is uh, that curriculum, and I would encourage you, I'll put a link down in the show notes below where uh, if you're wanting to find out more about that, you can grab hold of that. We'll put the DVDs uh, down there. I, I keep calling them the DVDs because, you know, they have the DVDs at the office, right, where you can get it for, for a while. <laughs> yeah. They're shipping them through the mail, uh, but, but the reality is I don't have a DVD player at my house, and so everything that we watch, we have to stream. That's probably what's going on with people that are watching this or listening to us right now is they would have to stream it. So link down in the show notes, if you can't stream it. So, so I, I know that's, you know, several people, if you can't, then, you know, follow along and you can request the DVD, but I would encourage you to watch it. And uh, I, I tell you this, there's a quote that we have. It's actually in the book where, uh, one, so, so often you can't talk about this stuff with your family. You, you can talk about it with other veterans. And there's a story where, you know, one woman, she was just so aggravated because her husband wouldn't talk about Vietnam ever. And she would ask, he wouldn't talk. She would ask, he wouldn't talk. She would ask, he wouldn't talk. But he would walk into the VA and she would drive him there. Like she'd go with him to the appointment, you know, and then wait in the waiting room while he went back. And she said he would go to the VA. He would sit there just on the chairs. Another guy would walk in that he didn't know. And they would just start talking like they're old friends. And they would start talking about real stuff, like the deep down grit stuff. And in his mind, he was trying to protect his wife from it. And she couldn't relate. He didn't want to expose her to it. And also this other guy could relate. He had already been exposed yet. He needed that camaraderie. They needed to get it out, needed to discuss it. Uh, it's different now because years ago, you know, you think about these generations of World War II, they would go to war, go to deployment. They would come back and ride a ship. It would take months to get back. Man, the whole time they're playing cards, they're talking, they're decompressing. Now you just kind of fly back. You're, you're here. 24 hours later, you're stateside. Everything's different. There's not that decompression. This lady said that what she did was finally she watched the film. And when she did that, she said, I get it. Like I now I understand. And so if you're a family member, uh, I would encourage you show up to one of the BFW shows, uh, watch the films. They're down below. Uh, Chris, as we close out, give us just a quick 20 second, 30 second, uh, where people can find more about the Freedom Tour. You can go to uh, www.freedomtournation.com. You can go to christurnermusic.com and all the dates will be posted there and you can learn exactly about what we got going on. Or you can go to warriorsonmission.org uh, warriors also. I think there's a link on the warriorsonmission.org as well for the Freedom Tour Nation. Yep. So all it's, right. uh, yeah, it's, I'm really excited about this year. So it's going to be really big. All right. Let's put it all down below. Thank you, Chris. We'll see you guys again in the next episode. So thank you so much for joining me today. As always, I want to give you just my three takeaways. Wherever you're listening, I would love to know your top takeaway as well. If you are listening to this on social media, if you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment or just share this off and leave us a reply. Here's takeaway number one is we all carry a weight that no one talks about. Here's the thing though, 
we all know that something's there because we're all carrying something we don't talk about it. Here's the deal. Just have the deeper conversation and talk about it. Point number two, takeaway number two for me is this, is we, we can all connect in those common areas. So let the guard down. It's not like some people have everything together and other people don't. We're all struggling. We're all strong in certain areas. We're all weak in certain areas. Sometimes my strengths are your weaknesses, your strengths are my weaknesses. Let's just connect and let's move forward. Here's another takeaway that I pulled from Chris and the conversation is just pace it. This entire thing is a journey as well as a destination. We don't have to arrive there overnight. And part of what we're seeing through the Freedom Tour is just gradually, but systematically moving from where we are to where we really feel this project is designed to be. And it works that way in every single area of life. Do us a favor, rate the show, review it. That lets the people who are providing the feed whether it's on YouTube or Apple Podcasts or Google Play or Spotify, it lets them know to show this show to other people like you. I'm Andy Jenkins. I'm signing off. Remember, we exist to empower veterans to connect to their next mission. The obstacles that we most often see are isolation or not dealing with the hurts from the past. And we really need to do that together because we believe that you have a great purpose and there are people that are depending upon you. Those people include your family, your friends, your service members. Let's do this thing together. I'll see you again in the next episode. Thank you.